Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cybersecurity and IT Professional Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It is six questions-ish in nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's get to it. Chuck, question number one. Who are you and what do you do? Hi, I'm Chuck White. I am the Chief Technology Officer, one of the founders of a company named Fornetics. So you sit here with like, the sun not reflecting. You can see it right there, Fornetics. Uh, we offer... Uh, cryptographic key lifecycle technology, key management, cryptographic services for everything from virtualization to large-scale secure IoT sort of infrastructure and everything, you know, in that IT to OT spectrum in between. Nice. You're already getting me to add an additional question here. What made you want to start your own business? That's a fun one. Like any good company, there has to be an origin story. Uh, I'm a former U.S. Army officer, a uh, veteran of Afghanistan and Iraq, and the origin for Fornetics, I can honestly say, goes back to a rooftop in Kandahar in 2002. There I was, young First Lieutenant White, uh, sitting on a rooftop rekeying a satellite radio while being shot at. Harassing fire. <laughs> and I'm sitting there as I'm like twiddling with the little device, got the thing, I've blown the sand out. There's got to be a better way to do this. What the, you know? And, you know, through twists and turns, you know, we've kind of now been able to get into a position where we can address that story and building technology that really orchestrates the use of cryptography of other systems, whether it's mission planning or it is, you know, uh, mitigation, resiliency, and IT infrastructure, it kind of is how that all came to be, you know, and so that, 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 that would speak to kind of where we started. And there's been some twists and turns around the way, did some startups and multi-factor authentication, did some stuff in the Department of Defense, and I've kind of gone back and forth between commercial and government since my time in the Army. I guess I haven't figured out what I want to be when I grow up yet. <laughs> no, I totally feel you there. And and Chuck, thank you for your service. I am also a former Army veteran. I was cool. not an officer. I was, uh, uh, you know, I worked for a living, but. <laughs> hey, I was enlisted <laughs> before I was an officer. Oh, there we go. That's what I like to hear. If I had stayed in a little longer, I probably would have. But that's awesome. I love to hear uh, from our veterans that have worked uh, into the cybersecurity community that always makes us happy. So. Question number two-ish, again, what's Ish. the best thing about being a cyber professional? It's, that's a multifaceted question. One, I think you could say the short, simple answer is it's never boring. Uh, you know, I played chess growing up. I feel like being a cyber professional is very much like playing chess with technology for a living. And acknowledging you know how to weave things together you know arguably how to play nicely with others in light of an evolving cyber you know landscape so that you can protect against those those type of things you know and uh, you know I, I i generally would almost say it's not even cybersecurity. it's you know it's playing that field of cyber resilience because now you know security says you know if there's going to be attack i'm free from risk Cyber resiliency, cyber defense speaks more to the attacks are already happening. What do I do to, you know, resist? And I think it's that challenge in solving things in that landscape that really help, uh, you know, where it makes the job exciting. It was really like playing chess, except it's with technology. Perfect answer. 
Number three, I hear from other industry leaders that cybersecurity is a top concern. But, but what does that mean? Great question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer that with a story. Boy, isn't that great? It's a great way to be a long-winded answer. Uh, I think it's a top concern because of the idea of risk and risk has grown. You know, cyber offense is as much an exercise in economics as it is in, you know, having some sort of, you know, malcontent trying to do something bad. Uh, and in light of that, considering the economics of, of cyber offense or attacks, uh, it's caused risk to go up. A long time ago, banks would take the hit because frankly, you know, taking the hit, losing the money was cheaper, or doing the insurance payout was cheaper than actually doing something about it. And there's cases with banks, you know, this is like 10 years ago where they would go through this. You know, you can kind of see a, a sort of a, you know, a tale of that in regards to what's going on with some response to, you know, to ransom, you know, cyber ransom. Uh, I think now though, the risk is actualizing so much more frequently and the impact to shareholder value in companies is taking, you know, you know, is taking a hit. I mean, look at, you know, and, and so, so, so the risk decision is everyone's thinking about, okay, how do I mitigate this risk? How do I, or, you know, if it, or if I have to, what's my contingency for this risk? And as that's rising, it's making it a top concern, you know, so that whether it's a small business or you're talking about a large organization of a big board, they're all saying, okay, great. How could a cyber attack decrease the value of my organization and what are you gonna do about it? That is very succinct answer and very insightful. I think, I think you know, we, we see this every day in, in the news articles um, and you don't necessarily see the cost until you know, 18 months down the road and, and they're like kicking themselves for not being more resilient. So let's segue that into question number four. What piece of insight do you want to share with other cyber experts? Think in your cyber resiliency, cybersecurity strategy, you know, start with a lesson learned from my, actually, frankly, my time, I was an infantry officer before I was an intelligence officer. What is, you know, think about it from what are you trying to protect? Think about your, whether it's your zero trust architecture, you risk-based off that, whatever those strategies might be. It all starts with what's the value of my business? What really am I doing? Because that goes past the idea of I'm checking boxes to compliance to all this investment in technology is actually protecting a thing. What is it that I'm trying to protect? What's my business? What's my mission? It's going to be a horrible thing for everyone in this podcast to hear, but we're not the main reason people go to work. Our job, there is a business purpose for that organization. You know, people don't go to work to do cybersecurity. They use cybersecurity so they can accomplish a job, work, et cetera. On a broad scale, that's really what it comes down to. And so identifying what that business is, what, that, what, what we're trying to do. So if you could identify even just one area that somebody should focus on in cyber resiliency, what, what, what would you think it would, it would be? It would be in, no, no, I'm obviously going to say something focused around use of cryptography. As you uh, should. <laughs> as I should. My answer to this question is building 
technology that protects data, which is ultimately when from computers is what you're probably using a computer for in the first place, no matter where it may be, is, is critical. And you know, cryptography is one of those lowest common denominators. So how you use it, how you orchestrate it, you know, hence what we do here, you know, in Fornetics, <laughs> is uh, becomes critical in how your enterprise can address things. And this is something what's what, what's so fundamental about this, is you know, cryptography is the one form of security that I would argue a computer actually understands. You know, things like passwords, and you know. Uh, you know, things, you know, passwords, you know, credentials, et cetera, uh, firewall rules, those are all interpreted. Cryptography is math. Cryptography is something that's, that, that is literally at the silicon level. And that's fundamental, whether you're dealing with, you know, workstations, databases, file systems, or you're dealing with like smart meters or, you know, IoT gateways or 5G infrastructure. So that, 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 consistency lets you go back to the first question, how am I protecting my data? No matter where it be, you have your strategy, you'll follow your data no matter what format, no matter what path it is in this perimeterless universe that we live in now. Perfect, we are now to our final question. What is your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? <sighs> it goes back to my own journey when I was young. Every time someone says a trash 80, you know, the old candy PC, uh, I, I get a smile on my face because that's what I first started programming in years ago when I was a little kid. Wow. And so I've got a soft spot for my, the trash 80. 